The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. So listen, Jay. Yes. I just have to get this out of my mind and then it will be gone. And then we can move on to whatever you'd like. But I, I, I need somebody out there. Mm. Do you know how somebody, uh, people will do those parody type videos? You know, yeah. where, well, actually, we've done them. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we used to do the camping video every yeah, year and we yeah. would take some famous one. I want this scene in a parody movie. I want the Bull Durham losing his stuff in the locker room thing, throwing the baseball bats down. But I want it to be like, you, loll- you lollygag consultation, you, you lollygag regulation, you lollygag <laughs> legislation. You know, that makes you a bunch of lollygags. <laughs> you drill the oil, you pump the oil, you ship the oil. It's the oil industry. Something like that. And then I don't know what he would throw down on the floor. Now it's out of my mind. Are you done? Okay. I am, yeah. <laughs> you know what you are? A bunch of lollygaggers. <laughs> liberal lollygaggers. Yeah, you're a bunch of liberal lollygaggers. <laughs> All right, never mind. Maybe I'll do it. Oh. I got some time off over the holidays. Perhaps I'll do it. I need a tile floor for You don't for really that. have much time off over Christmas. No, I really no. don't. I have... What do I have off? Christmas and Christmas and Boxing Day. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, hey, if you're going to the uh, Oilers, we've got Oilers action tonight at 5.30 as we take on the St. Louis Blues. Uh, but if you're going to uh, the Oilers game on Saturday, uh, the 50-50 uh, is being carried over. It doesn't happen very often at Oilers games, but the 50-50 pot for the game at Rogers Place will start at more than $68,000. Now, the last time the Oilers uh, had a 50-50 rollover, the price started at around 46000 and it ended up totaling more than 210000 Wow. So Saturday's 50-50 tickets, they're 5 for 1, 10 for 3, and 20 for 10. And as with every game, the draw is scheduled to take place during the third period of play. Okay, so here's the deal, Andrew. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That while I'm away, you have to take control and watch for any notifications about the staff lotto pool. Yeah, yeah. I see them. I have acted on them in the past. Are we up to date right now? Yes. Okay, good. Because I gave you money the other day. Yes. I remember doing that. Okay. And we don't really keep track of who's put in what. We just make sure it's covered every time. That's right. So it's pretty much covered. And I have to go down to the sales department and find the envelope with the cash in it and not take the cash. You actually add cash to it. Yes, and you have to write your name. And put your name down. And my name. And your name, yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Spelled correctly. We don't want to have any challenges, of course. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> Who's Jin? <laughs> all legal names on yeah. there. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, that's that person's name. <laughs> okay, exactly. got it. Uh, anywhere in particular you'd like to go? Do you? You have some. I'm not particular. I mean, you know what? I'm not uh, fired up about this, but every time I see a story. So and, yes. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> you, you, you know, every time you see a story of somebody celebrating their hundredth birthday, they always ask them what the secret to the, their longevity is, right? Mm-hmm. So, and and there's been different, you know, over the years theories as to what it might be. Well, you know, I have a one glass of wine a day, or I, you know, whatever, right? This gal, mm-hmm. hundred years old. She says it simply comes down to this. Could have been the whiskey. Might have been the gin. Could have been the three or four six packs. I don't know. But look at the mess I'm in. My head's like a football. 
Her name is uh, Allie. Mm-hmm. Uh, she moved to Canada from Trinidad and Tobago years and years ago. She just turned 100, and she says the key to long life is partying. That's right. She likes to dance. She's got some pretty good dance moves. Uh, she likes to dance, particularly to Bollywood mm-hmm. music. Uh, fits her uh, groove. <laughs> I'm sure it's just my memory Playing tricks on me But I think I saw my buddy Cutting down my neighbor's street What? There you go. Now, she also does work out, still does, lives on her own. Uh, takes care of her own finances, uh, her own meals. Uh, she's become a bit of a legend in her Mississauga neighborhood. In fact, neighbors all know who she is, drop by to see if she's okay yeah. from time to time, but she's just fine. She worked in a gym originally yep. and uh, has sort of kept up with that. Originally, she's still she worked, walking on a regular basis, yep, like, doing yeah, her, like laps. Her original job when she She does more exercise than towels. we do. Oh, she definitely yeah. does. She, her first job was handing towels to patrons, and then she worked her way up... Uh, but yeah, she's still uh, 100 years old yeah. and still active Gemma and Alley. happy. And the picture of her, she's just glowing. She, lo- she, and you know, as you just said, she loves to walk in the summer. Mm-hmm. She walks through four lanes of traffic to go to the mall to go shopping, and during the winter, she walks laps in the hallway at her condo. Okay. My mom does that, eh? My mom, when it's too cold to walk outside in Sault Ste. Marie, she goes downstairs into the downstairs into the rec room and does laps in the rec room. My father-in-law used to do the same thing. When it was too cold to go walking, would go downstairs, put on a fiddle music that he liked. He had a record player down there, and he would do laps around the basement. Do you know... uh, Which is, you know... Which is fantastic. Yeah. It, yeah, I mean, boring, but sure. the fact that you're committed to doing that is something else. I don't, I don't know when this happened, uh, and I'm not sure why it happened, but it happened like probably 15 or 20 years ago. I bought an exercise bicycle, <laughs> and uh, boy, I'll tell you what, for one day, it was great. It was, and that was the day I had to carry it up from the basement <laughs> out to the back alley to try and get rid of it, and it was uh, whoa. It works and <laughs> it worked my glutes. <laughs> I don't even know if that's the thing. Do you even know what your glutes? No, are? I have no idea. But it was a uh, good exercise uh, trying to get it. Out. I don't know how I got it down in the first place. I'm starting to suspect that I put it down there before we finished the basement because mm. I had a hard time turning the corner. To yeah, get once into... once that drywall's up, it makes everything tricky. Absolutely, and you know, there's things poking out of it all over the place, like pedals and stuff. Like you don't want to <laughs> put a hole in the wall, right? But in the end. I left it out there with a note that anybody wants this, and it was fully functional. I think it had only been used once. Um, nobody took it. Like, absolutely nobody took it. Then we tried to donate it, and nobody wanted it. Really? Yeah, yeah. And and even we even tried, like, that one, like a Salvation Army uh-huh. store or something. They were like, uh, not really, you know. So, I don't know. I can't remember what we ended up doing. I, would I think like, we took it to recycling. Yeah, I would like an exercise bike. I have a, an elliptical oh, downstairs. But. Wish you'd have spoken up sooner. Well, This was a heavy bugger. Like, it was not yeah. a cheap thing. But it just never worked out for us. Yeah. Trying to get the elliptical downstairs was... Uh, I'll bet. <laughs> you maybe want to assemble that downstairs. It was already assembled? Yeah. Yeah. It was... Uh, friends of ours didn't want it anymore, so we said, oh, yeah, we'll take it. That's one of those uh, situations, that and uh, the desk I have that in the office where you know you buy an ikea desk right and like in this case it was a computer desk so it's got a like a level for the keyboard that kind of thing and it and it's got a you know bookshelf for your manuals or whatever you put on and it's like sort of an uh more than an like almost a u-shape like it goes around you know and you assemble it in the room and our office is smaller than this studio that we do the festival from now that it's assembled 
I don't know what you like. If we ever, if we ever want to paint that room, I, I don't even know how you move this thing now. And and if we move, heaven forbid, yeah. like I'll have to just break that into pieces. Like there's just no getting it apart. You know what? My uh, when I moved out of Twilliger Town, so I had a townhouse in Twilliger Town, mm-hmm. and when I moved out of there, um, I had finished the basement in that house when I bought it for some reason. <laughs> yeah, you only had time on your hands. Yeah, well, and, you know, because I had lots of money after the divorce, but um, oh. I had a line of credit. Um, no, I didn't at all. Um, but I, fi- I finished the basement and uh, some of the furniture, again, was put down there before everything was finished and, and mm-hmm. done. I had to sell, when I sold the house to the guy and to the, to the people that bought it, it was do you want this furniture downstairs? Because I can't get it out. And if you don't want it, I have to, I don't know, get a chainsaw yeah. and, and cut it up. Thankfully, he they took, took it. it. They took it all, which was which was great. Um, but I had no idea what I was going to do if they didn't want it. There's no way it could get up the stairs. Hmm. I think that happens more often More than often we, than we think. We, we had a weird one with our house, and we've been there for 20-some years. It's been a long time we've been living in that house. I don't even know how many years. We had a weird one where they didn't have a deck in the back, mm-hmm. right? Or they didn't have a railing on the deck. And the inspector said, yeah, it, yeah. it doesn't meet code, right? So what the guy said was he would reduce the price of the house to allow for us to to build a, a railing, right? Or, or at least that's what we suggested. Like, reduce the price by 500 bucks, and we'll, we'll put up a railing. And he came back and said, uh, no, there's lumber in the basement that could be used for, for doing a railing, so I'll just leave the lumber in the basement. <laughs> yeah. And we were like, yeah, whatever. Like, we just wanted to close the house. The lumber he was talking about was scraps from some other project that he had done. There's no way... Like, they were... They were triangular, and you know what I mean. Like there wasn't, it wasn't two by fours or anything that you could uh-huh. reasonably use to build a railing with. And in the end, we had to just. Well, I don't even think we had to cut it up. Like I think we just bagged it and put it out back. Yeah, it was absolutely useless. If we had a fire pit, we probably could have used it for that. But that was about it. And then it took us ten years to put a railing on that deck. The stuff that gets left behind when mm-hmm. people move out. Mm. You find interesting stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I told you about the house in Calgary where when we went to redo the walls. Um, I took their the uh, paneling they had off because I wanted to drywall it, and it was stuffed with uh, empty liquor bottles. And I know in the past somebody's told me that, that is a way to insulate an interior wall, but it was just really weird. Honey, I want to panel the walls downstairs in the rack room, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for giving me notice. I'll start drinking now. Well, exactly. <laughs> Take me three years. It was weird, and there was newspaper in there too, which yeah. is always cool to find. Old newspapers, old I newspapers love. to read. I like yeah. reading the ads to see how much stuff cost uh-huh. in like 1978. At 354 as we head into the four o'clock news though those share tickets still to come thought this mm. was uh, interesting uh, this week was reading a story there was a, a survey done uh, by Nielsen on behalf of uh, a human resources software company found um, that well what they're suggesting is that a lot of uh, Canadian employers needed to step up their game because uh, a large number of their active or their current employees were actively uh, searching for a new job or considering looking for a new job. Like 75%. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. yeah. 
And now there was one company that uh, handled things differently, has been chosen as an employer of the year many times. I think the company was called Kick. And it's really amazing what they do. And it sort of is a, a guide to where we're probably headed because millennials are just not prepared to do what the rest of us have done in the past, which is stick it out and fight through it. They're jumping jobs all over the place and probably smarter and better off for it because they're happier. But this kit company does some amazing stuff. Like They have an entire team dedicated to making sure staff is happy. Yep. It runs monthly lunch hour outings to local attractions, mm-hmm. holds sessions to help staff adjust to new parenthood, organizes clubs to cater to various interests. It takes groups to football games, has brought puppies into the office. Father's Day had held a pickle-making workshop and Mother's Day a flower-arranging class. And, and I think that they've done things like when you phone in sick, they'll send like hot soup to you yeah, and listen to this if a staff hour if a staffer is pulling long hours on a special right. project they reach out to the family they deliver food to the family um yeah crazy because you know that that stuff isn't really expensive right i mean think about it just to say okay so we'll send skip the dishes over to uh-huh. your house because you're not there to prepare a meal it's going to cost you what 40 50 bucks yeah but you just bought Thousands of dollars worth of loyalty. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. They said, yeah, 37% of uh, people who were surveyed said they were either actively or casually looking for a new job. And 36% said they'd consider a new position if recruited. And the number one reason for wanting to leave? Monetary. Yeah. The uh, people looking to make more money. Money, money, money. Hmm. I don't know. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh... I don't know. You think about if someone were to come, you know, sniffing around and say, hey, I I don't know what else I would do besides, um, well, media, because I've done it for 30 years. I'm thinking I'm getting um, too old. (laughs) To switch? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know where this fits in the stats. I think about quitting all of my jobs 75% of the time. (laughs) <laughs> if we're being totally honest, I'm. I mean, totally honest. I would suggest is probably more like eighty-five or ninety percent of the might time. Be. For it you. might be. I mean, I just you know what I like. Many Canadians, my retirement plan is uh, winning the lottery. So when that happens, <laughs> I'm blowing everything out. Like just, I'm not. You won't see me ever again. The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two. On 630 Chad.